Husband. Yes, wife? Let's read the Bible. But we're atheists. Why would we want to do such a thing? Because we live in small town USA and everyone around us quotes this thing extensively and we have no idea how to respond? That's true. Neither of us grew up with religion, yet Christianity is playing a huge part in our country's politics. We're not scholars or academics, so sacrilegious discourse is our first take reaction. This feed houses our reading of the book of Exodus, and each subsequent book will get its own separate feed too. Why are we separating each book? Not all podcast platforms allow access to older episodes. This will ensure our listeners don't lose access to any of our previously released material. You can find our most recent episodes on our main channel, Sacrilegious Discourse. That's right. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. Hey you, welcome to Sacrilegious Discourse. I'm husband. I'm wife. And together we're reading the Bible. Starting with Genesis and eventually ending with Revelations, we're working through every book and offering our atheist two cents. Or shekels. Yeah, those. We're asking questions and pointing out all the nonsense. We aren't academics or scholars. Nope. In fact, when it comes to religion, we really don't know anything at all. What we've learned so far is that God's a dick. Oh, he really is, isn't he? If you're interested in how we reached this startling conclusion, maybe start from episode one. Otherwise, jump in anywhere. It's all good. Yep. Hey wife, did you know that Anchor is sponsoring our show? Really? Don't we use Anchor to distribute our podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts? Yeah, and we are on just about every other platform available as well, thanks to them. Why do we use Anchor as our podcasting service? Well, they make editing and distributing our show a breeze. What if one of our listeners wants to start their own podcast? Then they should head over to Anchor.fm or download the app to get started. Awesome! You guys should go do that right now! Husband. Yeah, wife. So we just recorded an episode and now we're recording another one back to back. Yeah, we're being really good always eventually. Always eventually. All the time eventually. Um, so I'm going to punch you in the face if you don't remember what we just read. Uh, so we just had all the Israelites cross the Dead Sea, but the sea being parted by the wind and shit. And then they crushed all the... Pharaoh's chariots and shit in the sea and, and killed them all. All the mas- musketeers drowned. Yeah, all the musketeers drowned. Okay, yeah, that pretty much sums it up. And right. God's a dick. God's a dick. Okay, as always. Yeah. So today we are going to read Exodus chapters fifteen. I'm sorry, fourteen and no, fifteen and sixteen. <laughs> we'll get there always eventually. Who am I? What? <laughs> what is time? All right, let's do this. Okay. Hey, wife. Yes, husband. Did you know that we are now on Patreon? Um, yes, because you told me, but also, no, tell me more. <laughs> so we're on Patreon now. Are we? We are. And our supporters can go there and support us. And we have multiple levels all the way up to You Killed God. That sounds really drastic and escalated quickly-ish. Well, no, there's multiple levels before there. So it, es- it escalates on a sliding scale of, you know, cheap to, to not cheap. Oh. But, you know, we can definitely use any amount. So, like, any support 
is always appreciated. So what exactly is Patreon? It's a place where you can show your support for our podcast. And Just our podcast? Any podcast or any <laughs> performer. But, you know, we're the ones that, you know, you're listening to right now. So maybe you should, uh, you know, support us. That'd be awesome. That would be awesome. But we love you anyway. So all you got to do is go to Patreon. Look up Sacrilegious Discourse. It's actually patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse is our actual main page there. So head on over and send us some love. Yeah. Exodus chapter 15, the song of Moses. I hope it's a good song. Uh, I mean, I tried to sing that uh, Justin Bieber song last time, but then I remembered (laughs) I don't know any of his songs. I got the Blues Clues song stuck in my head after you mentioned that the last time in the last episode. Uh, All the singing. (laughs) Yeah, we all know how it goes. Yeah. You you don't have to do the whole thing. Somebody out there is finishing the song right now in their head. They're like, God damn you. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> then Moses and the people of Israel sang this song to the Lord. I will sing to the Lord for he has triumphed gloriously. He has hurled both horse and rider into the sea. The Lord is my strength and my song. He has given me victory. This is my God and I will praise him. My father's God and I will exalt him. The Lord is a warrior. Yahweh is his name. Oh my gosh, this is kind of boring. Well, I don't like this song. <laughs> it's, I wish I knew the tune. Have, yeah, what, oh. what's, how does it go again? Wait, where's okay, that? Here. Where's that? I will sing to the Lord, for he has triumphed gloriously. Okay. I will sing to the Lord, because he has triumphed gloriously. He has hurled both horse and rider into the sea. sea. Ready? Yeah. The Lord is my strength and my song. He has given me victory. This is my God and I will praise him. My father's God and I will exalt him. I don't know where you are. The Lord. (laughs) Where? Is a warrior. The Lord is a warrior. (laughs) Yahweh is his name. Pharaoh's chariots and army, he has, has hurled, hurled into, into the, the sea. sea. <laughs> okay, let's go on. This is horrible. This is so bad. I thought you were going to do like an actual tune. <laughs> like happy birthday or something. <laughs> I'm sorry. Hold on. I can't get my shit together. <laughs> Okay, the finest of Pharaoh's officers are drowned in the Red Sea. The deep waters gushed over them. They sank to the bottom like a stone. Your right hand, O Lord, is glorious in power. Your right hand, O Lord, smashes the enemy. In the greatest of your majesty, you overthrow those who arise against you. Ooh, ooh, ooh. You unleash your blazing fury. It consumes them like straw. Ah, ah, ah. At the blast of your breath, the waters piled up. The surging waters stood straight like a wall. Damn, y'all. In the heart of the sea, the deep waters became hard. The enemy boasted, I will chase them and catch up with them. I will plunder them and consume them. I will flash my sword. 
My powerful hand will destroy them. It's a shitty song. It, it doesn't really rhyme that well. <laughs> it's still going though. I have we reached the chorus? I don't. I don't know. That there is a chorus. <sighs> Boring. Right? But you blew with your breath as opposed to your ass, and the sea <laughs> covered them. It doesn't say they were opposed to your ass. No, it just says the blew with your breath. Okay. And I said as opposed to your, your ass. ass. Yeah. And the sea covered them. They sank like lead in the mighty waters. But they also f- washed up on shore, so they must have floated too. They were like stones and also like lead, but also like sea urchins. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Who is like you among the gods? Z- z- plural? Oh. 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 Admitting to multiple gods again, huh? Uh huh. Oh, Lord. Glorious in holiness, awesome in splendor, performing great wonders. <laughs> you raised your right hand and the earth swallowed our enemies. With your unfailing love, you lead the people you have redeemed. Lead or led? What do you think? It's spelled the same. Where? With your unfailing love, you lead or led the people you have redeemed. You led. Led? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah, they've already been led across the sea, so. Okay. Yeah. In your might, you guide them to your sacred home. Your sacred home being deadity, deadness, deadosity. Well, no, the sacred home is Israel or whatever. And oh, I was thinking he was talking about all them pharaohs. No, they're that not in a sacred home. They're in dead. They're in dead. <laughs> the peoples hear and tremble. Anguish grips those who live in Philistia. The leaders of Edom are terrified. I'd be terrified too if I heard this song. The nobles of Moab tremble. All who live in Canaan melt away. Terror and dread fall upon them. The power of your arm makes them lifeless as stone until your people pass by. Oh, Lord, until the people you purchased pass by. (sighs) You will bring them in and plant them on your own mountain. The place, oh, Lord, reserved for your own dwelling. The sanctuary, oh, Lord, that your hands have established. The song is so long. <coughs> and stupid. The Lord will reign forever and ever. That's the end. That's why I went high. Okay. When Pharaoh's horses, chariots, and charioteers, and musketeers rushed into the sea, the Lord brought the water crashing down on them. But the people of Israel have walked through the middle of the sea on dry ground! Exclamation mark. Then Miriam, the prophet, Aaron's sister, I don't remember her ever being mentioned as a prophet. I don't remember her being mentioned at all. They bring up random shit in here all the time. Okay, so Aaron's sister Miriam is a prophet. Got it. She took a tambourine and let all the women... Oh, I wish I had a tambourine. As they played their (laughs) tambourines and danced. And Miriam sang this song. Sing to the Lord for he has triumphed gloriously. He has hurled both horse and rider into the sea. (laughs) It rhymed. That one worked. I liked it. Okay, the bitter water at Mara, like Mar-a-Lago. Mm, no. <laughs> then Moses led the people of Israel away from the Red Sea, and they moved out into the desert of Shur. Sure. Sure. They traveled in this desert for three days without finding any water. Oh, that man. sucks. Yeah. They, like, just did all this great celebrating. They're so thirsty. Right. When they came to the oasis of Mar-a-Lago, the <laughs> water was too bitter to drink. Sounds about right. So they called the place Mar-a-Lago, which means Mara. bitter. I know, but I like Mar-a-Lago better. Right, but we're supposed to be reading the Bible. We're not supposed to be like 
intoning our own I words just, into it. I just sang the whole thing. You did. And I called charioteers mouseketeers. Right, but you... Yeah, okay. Then the people complained and turned against Moses. What are we going to drink? They demanded. So Moses cried out to the Lord for help. And the Lord showed him a piece of wood. I bet he did. I bet he did. <laughs> Moses threw it into the water, as one does with a wood. Yeah. And this made the water good to drink, as wood does. Wait, why does wood throwing it into the water make it good to drink? It's magic. Oh. Okay. God couldn't just snap his finger. What was wrong with the water before? It was, oh, it was too bitter. bitter. That's right. Witter bitter. Witter bitter? Betty Baker bought some butter, but she said this butter's bitter. If I put it in the batter at Mar-a-Lago, it will make the water better. 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 It was there at Mara, not Mar-a-Lago, that the Lord set before them the following decree as a standard to test their faithfulness to him. He said, if you will listen carefully to the voice of the Lord your God and do what is right in his sight, obeying his commands and keeping all his decrees, then I will not make you suffer any of the diseases I sent on the Egyptians, for I am the Lord who heals you. Oh, that sounds nice. Mm-hmm. After I won't kill you if you listen to me. Yeah, all you have to do is bow to me and worship me and fear me and give me your firstborn and don't have yeast and lots right. of other crazy Make stupid sure you rules. follow all the rules or I might kill you. And also sometimes I might change my mind anyway because I'm a dick. Right. After leaving Mara, the Israelites traveled on to the oasis of Elam. Elam? Elam. Mm. Where they found 12 springs and 70 palm trees. Exactly. 70, they counted them. Yeah, yeah. They camped there beside the water. The end. (laughs) (laughs) So arbitrary. Such abruptness. I know. It always ends that way. It does. But that's Exodus chapter 15. All right. Well, let's go on to 16. Maybe there'll be more singing. I hope to God not. (laughs) Exodus chapter 16. God gives... Bananarama manna. What? Okay, just manna. But Bananarama uh, is fun. You use Bananarama for something else, so you can't use it for multiple things in the Bible. Who are you, God? I can use Bananarama any goddamn time I want. I mean, I'm like co-god of this podcast, damn it. No, no, you are not a god. <laughs> Why don't you pull the trigger and find out? <laughs> Young Guns too. yeah! Then the whole community of Israel set out from Elam and journeyed into the wilderness of Sin, Ooh. between Elam and Mount Sinai. 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 You don't know that one? It's Sinai. Like, there's no I've doubt about seen that it, one. I've seen it read. I've never heard it no, said. It's Mount Sinai. Okay. God. Why are you acting like all know-it-all mean rude? Well, that's the one that Moses goes up and does the, like, Ten Commandments and shit. Like, that's a big one. That's a big one? That's a big one. Okay, whatever. Sorry I didn't know it. Shh. I guess you're more Bible knowledgeable than I am. I mean, I grew up in a small-ass town with lots of bible shit. But you don't know stuff sometimes. So. Sometimes, but sometimes I do. So don't be a dick. They arrived there on the 15th day of the second month, one month after leaving the land of Egypt. There, too, the whole community of Israel complained about Moses and Aaron. Oh. Why? Oh. <laughs> I didn't see that coming, did you? No. If only the Lord had killed us back in Egypt, they moaned. There we sat around pots filled with meat and ate all the bread we wanted. But now you have brought us into this wilderness to starve us all to death. They want to make Israel great again. (laughs) Shit. (laughs) 
You really went there. Holy crap. You're awesome. Awful. Awful. You're awful. Then the Lord said to Moses, look, I'm going to rain down food. Food. <laughs> I was just singing the Lady Gaga Ariana Grande rain, rain on me. You were? Rain on oh, me. Sorry. And he said, rain down food from heaven for you. You don't know that song? I mean, probably. I just, whatever. Okay, look, there's no probably. Either you know it or you don't. Clearly you don't. The end. It's okay to say no that you don't know a thing. You don't know that song. It's okay. Just admit it. And what's next? Admit that you don't know that song. I, I, I don't know that song. Okay. Each day the people can go out and pick up as much food as they need for that day. I will test them in this to see whether or not they will follow my instructions. Why? Because he wants to kill just, more people. Just give them the food. He wants to kill more people. On the sixth day, they will gather food. And when they prepare it, there will be twice as much as usual. So Moses and Aaron said to all the people of Israel, by evening, you will realize it was the Lord who brought you out of the land of Egypt. Why don't they already know that? Right. They went through a fucking parted sea. Right. Jesus. And all those plagues and right? having survived stuff. If they don't believe if they don't believe by now that was terrible it was you did bad stop <laughs> stop in the morning you will see the glory of the lord because he has heard your complaints which are against him not against us oh that's some dodgy stuff right there he's like not it what have we done that you should complain about us oh dang they're like be mad at god man then Moses added, the Lord will give you meat to eat in the evening and bread to satisfy you in the morning, for he has heard all your complaints against him. What have we done? Yes, your complaints are against the Lord, not against us. Oh, my God, he's so defensive. It's hilarious. <laughs> then Moses said to Aaron, announce this to the entire community of Israel. Present yourselves before the Lord, for he has heard your complaining. I didn't think the Lord liked complaining. I didn't think he did either. But, I mean... And now he's just like giving in. He's like, what else? Here's what food, else? Yo. But he's kind of wishy washy, this God. He he's, is. You just dropped the recorder. I almost did. I didn't quite. You jumbled it. I jumbled it. Didn't drop it. And as Aaron spoke to the whole community of Israel, they looked out toward the wilderness. There they could see the awesome glory of the Lord in the cloud. Then the Lord said to Moses, I have heard the Israelites' complaints. Now tell them. In the evening you will have meat to eat, and in the morning you will have all the bread you want. Then you will know that I am the Lord your God. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah. Okay. But what was that about? He's going to test them, though. Uh, What's he testing know. them on? I don't know. That evening, vast numbers of quail flew in and covered the camp. And the next morning, the area around the camp was wet with dew. When the dew evaporated, a flaky substance as fine as frost blanketed the ground. The Israelites were puzzled when they saw it. What is it? They asked each other. They had no idea what it was. And Moses told them, it is the food the Lord has given you to eat. These are the Lord's instructions. Each household should gather as much as it needs. Pick up two quarts for each person in your tent. So the people of Israel did as they were told. Some gathered a lot, some only a little. But when they measured it out, everyone had just enough. Those who gathered a lot had nothing left over, and those who gathered only a little had enough. Each family had just what it needed. 
Then Moses told them, do not keep any of it until morning. But some of them didn't listen and kept some of it until morning. But by then it was full of maggots and had a terrible smell. Moses was very angry with them. After this, the people gathered the food morning by morning, each family according to its need. And as the sun became hot, the flakes they had not picked up melted and disappeared. What are these flakes? I it's know. manna from heaven. Oh. It's manna. Okay. On the sixth day, they gathered twice as much as usual, four quarts for each person instead of two. Then all the leaders of the community came and asked Moses for an explanation. He told them, this is what the Lord commanded. Tomorrow will be the day of complete rest, a holy Sabbath day set apart for the Lord. So bake or boil as much as you want today and set aside what is left for tomorrow. So they put some aside until morning, just as Moses had commanded. And in the morning, the leftover food was wholesome and good without maggots or odor. That was lucky. That was lucky. Moses said, eat this food today, for today is a Sabbath day dedicated to the Lord. There will be no food on the ground today. You may gather the food for six days, but the seventh day is the Sabbath. There will be no food on the ground that day. Some of the people went out anyway on the seventh day, but they found no food. The Lord asked Moses, how long will these people refuse to obey my commands and instructions? Cool. I mean, he's just a person. They must realize that the Sabbath is the Lord's gift to you. That is why he gives you a two-day supply on the sixth day. So there will be enough for two days. On the Sabbath day, you must each stay in your place. Do not go out and pick up food on the seventh day. So the people did not gather any food on the seventh day. The Israelites called the food manna. It was white like coriander seed, and it tasted like honey wafers. Ooh, yummy. I want to try a honey yeah, wafer. Give me some manna. I want some manna. Then Moses said, this is what the Lord has commanded. Fill a two-quart container with manna to preserve it for your descendants. What? Then later generations will be able to see the food I gave you in the wilderness when I set you free from Egypt. Moses said to Aaron, get a jar. And fill it with two quarts of manna, then put it in a sacred place before the Lord to preserve it for all future generations. So is there like a jar of manna somewhere? I wonder. Is there? I don't know. I want to try it. <laughs> I mean. It's, it's really old at this point. But if it's magic. Right, right. Aaron did just the, as the Lord had commanded Moses. He eventually placed it oh, in the Ark of the Covenant. Oh, of course. Womp, womp. In front of the stone tablets inscribed with the terms of the covenant. So the people of Israel ate manna for 40 years until they arrived at the land where they would settle. They ate manna until they came to the border of the land of Canaan. The container used to measure the manna was an omer, which was one-tenth of an ephah. It held about two quarts, the end. Huh. <laughs> so that was basically like cooking for Bible of I something mean... that doesn't even exist anymore. Except for in the Ark of the Covenant, which is held by the Illuminati or some shit. No, it's held by one of them government warehouse people. Whatever. According to um, Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark. Right, right. Which I believe is true. It is true. Well, and if you open it, it's going to melt your face if you're a non-believer. Well, yeah. Or whatever. That's what happened to that one guy. You have to shut well, your eyes. All the Nazis, eyes. they all died. Yeah. You have to shut your eyes and don't look. And maybe even hide behind a rock. That might be helpful. They didn't hide behind a rock. They were tied up. They were tied to a post. Oh, yeah, yeah. Him and Marion. Right. They were tied to a post. Yeah. And he told her, shut your eyes, shut your eyes. 
That's right. Yeah. And they didn't look. And so they alone got to survive all the ghosties that came out of the. I just wonder how he knew that. How did he notice um, those eyes? It was something that he remembered from his notes. Because he was like going over his notes like, how can we survive this? And so he was like, you know, remembering. And then he said it out loud. He was like, blah, 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 blah. Shut your eyes. Miriam, shut your eyes. Don't look. Got it. Or something to that effect. Got it. That's how he I like it. how they just drop stuff too, like Ark of the Covenant. and There it is. Boom. Oh, by the way, there's an Ark of the Covenant. Oh, and there's mana inside it. Oh, hey, did you know that there's, um, Aaron has a sister and she's a prophet? Her name is Miriam. The end. Bye. Right. Oh, and here's the cooking instructions. Done. Okay, we're done. Here's a measuring cup. It's the about end. this and this, this, and two, two, two quarts. So, yeah, bye. Yeah. It's so weird. Right. So what do you think is going to happen next time? I I mean, they're in their land, so I'm sure something else is going to go no, wrong. No, it's 40 years. Do you think they arrive? I mean, probably. You think? I don't know. I, I think I remember that, like, Moses dies before they get there, so he never does get to see his homeland, mm. which I think is kind of shitty. That is kind of shitty. I mean, whatever. Who cares? Why does it take them so damn long to get there? Because they walk, but it's a slow crowd. I feel like they kind of put. Puts around. Puts around. Do you think that it would take you 40 years or whatever? I think I could walk across the entire United States in 40 years. And they're just like going from Egypt to Israel, which is like, you know, maybe a couple of states over. Maybe they got lost on the way. Maybe I, they, you know, maybe they went up some mountains and down them. I don't know. I, I just, I feel like they putts around a lot. That's all. They did putts around a lot, but they had animals and babies and maybe they only traveled during a certain time of year and then they settled down to... Um, endure the cold or whatever, and then when the weather is nice again, then they, you know, pack up and leave and, I don't know. I guess. It seems weird. The whole thing is dumb. Right. Okay. Well, now that we're done with cooking instructions for mana, let's uh, let's go ahead and end this podcast, and then we'll go on to something that's not cooking instructions next time. Hopefully. Hopefully. So we'll see you again with Exodus chapters 17 and 18. See you guys then. Bye. Yes, wife. Um, is there a way for people to contact us? Well, sure. They can uh, get on our Twitter account. We have a Twitter account? We do. What is it? It is sacrilegious underscore D. Like D for discourse? Yeah, they wouldn't let me put the whole thing, so I had to shorten it to underscore D. I hate them. Yeah, that's disgusting. How do you spell sacrilegious? Do you know? I don't want to. Just look it up in a dictionary or something. <laughs> I don't I don't want to do that right now. You know why? Sacrilegious you, underscore D. Okay? Because you messed it up and I made you fix it. That's why. Yeah. Yeah. What about an email? Yeah, we got that too. What Sac- is it? discourse at gmail.com. Oh, well, that's easy. Yeah. As long as you know how to spell sacrilegious. Right. Well, definitely get a hold of us. Let us know what you th- thought of the episode. And, you know, any comments, hate mail, we love that kind of stuff. Also, you could answer some questions that we leave throughout or, like, correct my pronunciations. Yeah, please. Because probably bad, wrong, and horrible. Because we suck sometimes. Absolutely! Oh, also, you know, if you like this shit or whatnot, um, like, give us a like on your podcasting app and stuff or even leave a comment or something. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. Goodbye. Goodbye.